Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about something that my life has taught me recently multiple times, which is it's not over till it's over. Meaning like how often do we give up before we're just about to be able to come up with a solution? So my two real life examples are what I'm going to talk about today, but I think it applies to our businesses, our relationships, um, really just any aspect of our lives. And um, for me, I can kind of think back to a time where like, I would be like, there's no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. Like my attitude would kind of be like, well, don't even try like my ego self-talk. Whereas now I'm like, I don't know, I've got 45 minutes. I might be able to make something happen here. And I think that it's all just a shift in mindset around like, well, if I if I fail, I know I gave it my all. So I'm going to share with you the two real life examples of this. So recently on a family vacation in Colorado, our hotel was evacuated at 1.30 in the morning because of a faulty fire alarm. So after sitting outside for an hour, we got back to our hotel room at like 2.30 or whatever, went back to sleep, got up by seven to get out the door to get the 45 minute drive back to Denver and bird throws up in the in the in the car. So we stop, we get her all cleaned up, we use all of our wipes. We're like, we don't have any more wipes. We're flying and like we're anxious first time parents of a one and a half year old. Like, we need all the shit. We can't we cannot get on this plane without all the shit. So my husband's like emptying our huge suitcase and then we, we get uh to the rental car place and um we return our car and we have to get on a shuttle. So we get on the shuttle, we go to the Denver airport. They tell us our bag's overweight. They don't acknowledge, my, my husband has like platinum status. He travels all the time for work. And so they were like, that'll be $200. And then um, whatever, we get our tickets. We get through security. Then there's a tram you have to get on. We get on the tram. Well, they search my bag, of course, my carry-on, the baby bag. Then we get on the tram. We take two stops. We get off. We go up the escalator. We're running with our baby. Her her arms are up in the air pumping like she thinks she's in some sort of game. And we get to the gate and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We... um." We, we have two tickets for your daughter and none for the hu- your, your husband. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, I have a digital, digital copy. And then they're like, perfect, gates are shut, boom, doors are shut, we get on. And I'm like, oh my God, like there were th- like multiple times during that entire ordeal that I wanted to quit. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't, this is hard. Like, I feel like we're not even going to make it. And because I just held on and thought, Bucket, what do I have to lose? Like, just try and get on the flight. I made it. And I didn't only make it. I thrived once I did. I literally had the best seatmate in row 19, John with his dog Wrigley. And Bird was a dream because I honestly was, like, so preoccupied and grateful to have made the flight that I was like, she's going to do fine. She's here. We're going to get her home. Whereas, like, Usually I'm like, oh my God, like, does she have what she needs? Does she need an iPad? What does she need? And this time I'm like, she's laying on the floor and I'm like, perfect. And the second thing that happened in a mere matter of days is my nanny 
um, got COVID. So she texts me a few, few, like less than an hour before she's at work. And I'm like, okay. So now it's like, it's 7.50. I work at nine. Like, what am I going to do? So I start dialing for dollars, you know, just who can I find? And then I'm like, wait, okay. Haven't heard back from my mother-in-law. What about the niece? What about the other niece? What about, okay. So then, then I'm like, wait, my cu- or my husband's cousin's in town. Okay, call her. Kept calling, kept calling. Now at this point, it's 8.15. I've heard back from no one, and I work at 9. So I'm just like, okay, well, you know, Lindsay of yesterday would have just not even tried. I would have been like, okay, I got to call, call it. And um, I'm like, but I want to go to work. And tested bird, she's negative. I'm not breaking any laws here, just so you can skip those messages. And so, so I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to try my husband's cousin again and again and again. On the fourth time she answered and she's like, bring her over. So I have 20 minutes, I get over there then I have 10 minutes to get to work and I roll into work at 9.02. My client doesn't even know, even though I emailed her because I'm a psycho and I was able to work my day. So I think it's one of those things where I had a great day and my daughter got to spend time with her cousins and everyone won. But I think it's like being not being in survival mode so much that you're able to like actually zoom out and be like, I feel like there might be a still might be a solution. Okay, well, if I have to email someone 20 minutes before their appointment and say I can't do it, like that sucks, but like at least I'll know I gave it my all. And I guess I just want to live my life like that, you know? And I did have to cancel a podcast episode I was recording and I was so looking forward to it. It's someone I cannot wait to bring you guys. But I tried and tried and tried an hour and a half before. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. My kid's going to be awake during this time because she's sleeping at our, the cousin's house now. I can't do it. But And I thought, oh, God, would have been better if this morning I would have canceled. And it's like to give that person more time. But then I said to myself, but I know now that I couldn't do it and I tried and I think having your, the energy behind what you're doing, I think it matters. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think in life, like, I don't know, like how many times was I too in survival mode to go, but it might work. And I call it my Hail Mary. I'm like, I'm going to throw, I'm not a sports person, but we can all appreciate the saying of a Hail Mary. It's kind of like that last throw that it's like, you're either going to win the game or you're going to lose. And I kind of feel like I didn't have the tolerance level, meaning the emotional intelligence or space to live my life in a Hail Mary way. But I think having a kid and a business and loving your business as much as I do, I feel like you. I've had to get more comfortable throwing Hail Marys. And like, okay, sometimes I'm going to lose. Not every day is Hail Mary win day. But today I got to go into work and take care of my clients. And it's really funny because my first client uh, also has a business. And I'm like, you get it. You have a business. You're not going to call the game unless you have to call the fucking game. She's like, oh my God, you got to, she's like, you got to take the shot. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so good. She also has three kids, successful dental business. And it's like, oh my God, like, I think that it's like your mind is wired a different way when you have your own business because it's like, 
I had every reason, I don't want to say excuse, every reason in the world to call it today and be like, you know what, I'm going to stay home. Like, I don't have help. I don't have anyone to call. But instead, I was like, I don't think the game's not over till the game's over. It's like, I don't know, we might be on a rain delay, but that rain delay is going to, is going to, is maybe going to go, you know, every storm runs out of rain. And if it runs out of rain in the next 45 minutes, then son of a bitch, I'm going to be able to do it. And I don't know. I just think it's kind of an interesting concept of like, how often could I have made, pulled a rabbit out of a hat or done things in a creative way or, you know, made something work, but I didn't have the emotional space uh, or tolerance, like risk tolerance of like, oh God, like I needed the certainty. If you're someone who's like got those base five basic needs and you're living for certainty, like, oh my God, throwing a Hail Mary, not an option. Too much risk. Can't do it. Too risk adverse. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to have a business and I love them both, then I'm going to have to get crafty, creative, and scrappy as fuck. And I did that today. And like, yes, something had to give. And I heard someone say something recently that I fucking loved. And it was like, okay, you're, you're juggling balls. You just got to know which balls are glass and which balls are plastic. Because there are certain balls that if you drop them, they don't bounce back up. They break. And there's other balls. I don't know who said this. If this was someone on my podcast never trying to steal people's stuff. So let me know if you know who said it. But, um, but yeah, I think that obviously my kid is a glass ball in the sense that I can't just leave her. It's like, it's not going to bounce back up. You can't just like leave a kid alone. So it's like, okay, I have to keep that ball safe. But like, okay, my, my podcast, that's a plastic ball. I fucking love it but I recognize that it's a plastic ball in my life. That's maybe not the, the kind of ball it is in someone else's life, but in my life it is. In my business, I'd say it's in between the podcast and my baby, right? It's like it has some bounds, but I also recognize that my relationships are so important and I care so much about being respectful of other people's time that it's not like a bouncy ball that's going to keep bouncing if I keep treating it like that. I don't, I, I personally don't think that. I think that one of the reasons why it's been so successful for me for over 16 years is because I, I know it's plastic, but I treat it like it's glass in a sense. So I know that I can bounce it a little bit. Like if I have to, like today would have been a day that it's like, cool, I don't bounce this. I don't let this ball drop all the time, but it gets to drop. Or last week I was on vacation and it's like, Oh my gosh, like I, I totally let that ball hit the ground because I was gone and I didn't really respond to emails and I, you know, the salon still ran with other gals and like it definitely isn't a glass ball. But I think because I sometimes treat it like one, it, it, it allows me a little bit more bounce when I need it to bounce, if that makes sense. Maybe I'm taking this analogy too far. My third example has come to me as I am... Recording this because today has been a day that has challenged me significantly, and I felt like I could come on here and share with you how enlightened I was. And then they came to power wash my turf in back, and it sounds like you know my house is vibrating, and I've moved my equipment 
spilled both of my drinks. I decided I deserve a beer today. Spilled that. Then I spilled my sparkling water. Now I moved my stuff again. And then my laptop said, system is overloaded. Try back later. Never seen that in my whole life. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's one thing to get tested like twice and be like, okay, guys, when I get tested. But now I'm like, now my laptop's fucking with me and the noise. So if you hear, if you hear the loud blower, that's outside my house. And I'm convinced now that there's no insulation in here. But at the end of the day, I love doing this podcast. So like, even though it's not easy, even though like the sound outside is making me be like, okay, now I need to move. Like, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Maybe I should quit. Maybe I shouldn't even, shouldn't even bother. And then I'm like, no, 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 move it to another room. You know, get that leftover dog cleaner from the, and you sop up the shit off the floor, sit down and give it another go. And, uh, I think that that is life, right? It's like, there's never going to be the perfect environment. It's never going to be quite exactly how we want. What it teaches us is when it goes right, when it goes wrong, it teaches us how often things go right. How often I do sit down to record and it works. How often I do have childcare. How often um, I do get to the airport on time when I'm by myself and not with my husband. It makes you appreciate all the things that do go right, but if you wait for the right circumstances, you're never going to do the thing you want to do. And I think it's getting really intentional and really honest with yourself around what's important. And I think, um, and, and being compassionate with yourself and being kind when things don't go as you want, like it sucks letting, feeling like you're letting people down. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, if you can avoid it, cool. But if you can't, and sometimes you can't, Life goes on and people understand and they know you're human. And I think when you show up in an honest, compassionate way, you can't go wrong. I've had a lot go wrong today, but I don't feel as though I've gone wrong. And I think I will keep showing up and keep attempting things regardless of my circumstances and regardless of... um if the if my if my life is you know sometimes we take things as signs but then i think there's days like today where it's like this isn't a sign to stop it's just teaching you and showing you and educating you about what's important and like where does it fit and do you still care about it and i think like everything's a teacher right it's like i know i love doing my podcast because my daughter went down for a second nap and i could be doing anything and this is what i'm choosing to do in the midst of all that's going on around me, all the chaos, all the things. And um, I think you just got to come back to what you're drawn to and that it's not over till it's over. And it's not over. There's a really good song that's called, uh, I don't know, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's like, it's not over if it's not over till it's over. Not doing it justice. But anyway, I... Hope some of this made sense. I needed to get it out of my head because I feel like I am learning a lesson here. And that lesson is keep going. (laughs) Keep going and keep... Here's the other thing I learned today. Keep living your life with listening to that little whisper because, for instance, it's like, okay... Someone's like, you should do this or you should do that. And then you have a day like today and you're like, 
this is, and you feel it in your gut. You're like, this is why I set my life up this way. This is why it's this way. This is why I do that. And it's because you know what's important to you and you know what you value and you know what you want from your life. And so you set it up in a way that honors that. And oftentimes it's not what society tells you is important. It's not what, what your upbringing tells you is important. And days like today, when the shit is hitting the fan everywhere and you've continued to hold on to your truth, which has made your shitty day less shitty, it's, it's a reminder, it's a whisper, it's like a little like, like um, tap on the shoulder of like, this is why you're living your life this way. Because you're the only one that has to live it. And I think that when you have these days and we have these setbacks, it is such a gift. And because it's like, you know, I feel like the thing you're sensitive about or the thing that you kind of go, oh, God, am I allowed to do it this way? It's life has a beautiful way during difficult times or setbacks of showing you like, no, you know you better than anyone. And this is a tangent, but my client today came in and was like, I was talking to Molly, my other client. And she's like, she told me to talk to you about childcare today. And I was like, today, she told you to talk to me. She's like, yeah. She said, talk to Lindsay about daycare. Talk to her about her nanny because she loves both. And she, she loves her nanny. And like, I think you need one. And I was like, well, listen, listen. Lindsay of five years ago would have been like, here's what you do, Anne. Lindsay of today says, Anne, I think either way, you're going to have days where you got to stay home. You're going to have days where life gets in the way because you're either dealing with a daycare where kids get sick or you're dealing with an individual and a human who has a whole life and all their own stuff and they're going to need time too. So, Anne, I don't have a solution for you. Only you have that solution. I said, but you got to figure out what you value. Do you value not calling into work or do you value socialization? Because you got to pick. And um, I just think life's funny, right? It's like here I am pulling rabbits out of my ass and then I get to work and my client's like, what should I do? I'm like, what should you do? What the fuck should I do? But I know because I've gained wisdom in this life of mine that whenever I'm uncertain about things, I want to look to everyone else for the answers. But life continues to teach me that I'm the only one who knows the way I'm supposed to go. So I leave you with that because only you know what is right for you, not your mom, not your client, not your husband, not your grandma, not your friend. They might be great uh, sounding boards. They might be great confidants. They might be great perspective. And all that is very important, but only you ultimately know. So I leave you with have a wave making day, even on those wavy days. Is that too much? All right. Talk soon. Bye.